Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Naisha. Welcome, Welcome to, to Breaking, Breaking Wind. Wind. We're going to start off with why we're doing this. Why are we doing this indeed? Well, well. actually, we're maybe explaining what we're doing, <laughs> which is watching uh, from the famous Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 1, which is the fourth film, um, once a week for as long as we can stand it, pretty much. Our aim is for 52 weeks, aka a year. Twilight. <laughs> What could go wrong? <laughs> so, this is our fourth watch. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Pretty alright, actually. It went much quicker yeah. than I thought it would. It's been it's actually been way faster than it has in previous weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I've, I've, was feeling in pretty high spirits, actually. Mm. I mean, just before the movie, I had my basic bitch dinner, which consisted of avocado, salmon, and baked broccoli. Oh. Now, if anyone has not tried baking broccoli, oh my goodness, thank you for introducing it to you know into my life. You're welcome. Because it's amazing. So, <laughs> so easy. Don't even parboil the broccoli. You just put it in a pan, put a bunch of oil on it, bit of salt, put it in the oven for 15 minutes. And that I'm a lazy, That's lazy exactly. cook. So for something, it, I mean, it tastes so good. <laughs> and that really, like, I think just having that dinner really put me in a good mindset for the whole thing, you know? So I, was, I went in with the right mood. I love how this has turned into a recipe recommendation as well. Well, it's yeah. It's not just about the film anymore. <laughs> I mean... It's a lifestyle podcast. Um, it's it's the new big thing, isn't it? Lifestyle and cooking, and you know, it's become like people are dabbling in it, like mm. a lot of celebrities and stuff. So, I mean, my cooking, like the other day when we got a new mic, we got a new microwave, and I said, oh, I'm sure you know it won't matter even if we get sort of a cheap one that doesn't last that long because, you know, don't we don't really use it for all our meals or anything. <laughs> and you went, what were you thinking? What are you talking about? You use it every day, every meal. Every meal. I have so many ready meals, it's terrible. My cookbook would be shoddy. (laughs) It's so shoddy. Then you take it out of the packet and you stab it with a fork and you put it in the microwave. Hey, presto. Sam's one minute meals. (laughs) Sometimes two. (laughs) Okay. On the subject of food, though. I didn't really, I didn't know, I wasn't sure whether vampires can eat real food. Or but just, you reckon, you reckon they don't? I don't think they can eat normal food. They know how to cook because, you know, they've got all the tools and stuff. How do they know and it's tasty? They must just take people's word for it when they cook for humans, I don't Maybe, know. Yeah. But they don't, because I know that they went on out on a date in one of the other films and she was just sat there eating and he was just sat there awkwardly. Watching her, yeah. Watching her, like when... They don't sleep either, so he just sits there and watches her sleep. Ooh. Creepy. Make me feel so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. But okay, so is it... But is it they physically can't eat it or does it just taste like poop? I don't know, actually, because, I mean, they can eat... They can drink blood. Yeah. But maybe... So maybe, like, a, a blue steak would be perfect. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing that got me thinking. I definitely, you know, being a vampire isn't for me. Yeah. Forget about the immortality, because that is a massive turn-off right away. Mm -hmm. But it's... I couldn't give up food. No. I really couldn't. It's too difficult. 
it's the number one priority in my life. Yeah. <laughs> every, every second of the day, I'm like, where's the next meal coming from? What, what, what's it going to be? Is it going to be enough? Will I be satisfied and fulfilled? <laughs> Always thinking about that. So, just slightly off topic. Mm. Yesterday, together we watched the final two episodes of series six of Game of Thrones. No spoilers for Sam. No please. spoilers. She's managing to keep away from them no, very well. No spoilers. And I won't spoil it either. I won't say what happened. But all I will say is that those two episodes were about an hour and 15 minutes long altogether. Mm. The same as the length of this film. And to me, that really, really put this film under the microscope of like, wow, two episodes of a TV show that's gone on for six series is just infinitely better than this whole (laughs) film that has had so much put into it. So much money. Way more budget, yeah. Way more budget. Although you wouldn't know it. No, you wouldn't, it. you wouldn't know it. It's just terrible. Basically, watching Game of Thrones just reminds me of how terrible this film is. <laughs> it's just... I just... It, oh. And even though I did say it's it was shorter this week, that's because usually it feels like four hours. Yes, And yeah, this yeah. week it felt like three and a half. <laughs> yeah. That's it the still, difference. It still felt long. I had a real problem this week with Edward's mouth. Like, it got me... It really wound me up. I felt a bit stressed. I <laughs> felt stressed. I felt stressed. I have figured out, I think, what it is about his mouth. There's a close-up when they're saying the vows at the wedding. And I figured out what it is that bothers me about his mouth anyway. Oh. And it's it's almost like orange-tinted just around the edges. Like when you're five and you eat loads of baked beans and you get the sauce <laughs> all kind of around your mouth, that's the colour that his lips are. <laughs> And I think that's why it's irritating, because that's what it looks like to me. It's so annoying. Wash your face after you've had some beans, man. Yeah, (laughs) it's so... And his stupid square jaw, which isn't like that in real life. That's what I don't understand. In Harry Potter, he does not look like that. Yeah, because, let's be fair, Rob Pattinson is a decent-looking guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's an alright-looking bloke, but in this, we just have these strange pyramidal angles (laughs) that make him look... Like, he's not even human. I get he's not supposed to be, but it's it's, it's weird. weird. It is very weird. Um, So at the beginning, mm. there's the, he has the stag do. This is... I just was thinking, this is the night before his wedding. Mm. That is never a good time to do a stag do. Or a hen People do. do it, though. I, could, I mean, it's it's a big risk. I mean, it's I... It's like getting smashed on Christmas Eve, isn't it? You ruin the actual yeah. event. Yeah. I've only ever got drunk on Christmas Eve once and I never did it again because it was, to me, I just want to enjoy, you know, the day. Mm. And the way some of my hang the older I get, the my hangovers, I'd be fucking You're still feeling mis- it from Saturday, aren't you? Miserable. <laughs> yeah, I'm still dying. So I couldn't have wine tonight. Oh. But yeah, I mean, imagine being like hungover and vomiting and just really tired on yeah, your wedding day. But he's, he just doesn't get tired, he doesn't need to sleep. Oh, yeah. Stag do is just a big old blood feast anyway, so... That's true. It's fairly sensible for him. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, if... So the plan is, basically, that they get married, have their honeymoon, you know, have sex, and then change her shortly after into a vampire. Mm. Can you imagine if her feelings for him just changed when she became a vampire? <sighs> like... Oh my god. He's Irreversible. <laughs> Irreversible. It's like that movie Downsizing. Oh, <laughs> such a commitment. Don't. <laughs> oh. Can we just talk about that for a second? I love Matt Damon. I love you. You're great. 
but that, that movie, movie was the worst <laughs> that, thing I've that ever was, seen. I it was Twilight was better. Like oh yeah, that it uh, guys. I would say go and see it just to see for yourselves, but don't. It was I the am worst. So, in some ways glad that I saw it for the experience, but also <sighs> a waste of my life. Because it's like two different movies. The first half is actually what was in the trailer, which what makes you want to see yeah. it. Second half... Undertones of racism throughout. So much racism. Anyway, oh. we're not talking oh, about... We're not here to talk about that terrible... new releases. <laughs> we're dwelling on the past. <laughs> we're going back to the scene where um, he goes in his stag when they're in her bedroom. Uh, I've been thinking this for a while. So it's really confusing to me why he would decide to tell Bella the night before they're going to get married about his murderous tendencies in the past. Yeah. <laughs> why like... pick now? I think it gets to that point and you go, right, I'm just going to keep that hit. Like, there's no reason she needs to know. <laughs> or you're really upfront in the beginning and early on. You know, if it's going to weigh on you, yeah. tell her early on. Don't... That's so much pressure for her just then. But I also love how nonchalantly she takes it. She's just kind of like... Oh, they were all murderers, so I'm sure it's fine. It's slightly worrying because she's so like you can do no wrong, basically in her eyes. No, and that's although, brainwashing. It is, and although yeah, he may have been basically he was killing men that he could read their minds and he could tell that they were going to kill somebody. Mm. But even then, it's still it's you get into a grey area. Two wrongs do not make a right. Two wrongs don't make a right. And also, what if? his mind reading was wrong or what if they were you know when you think obviously I'm sure he had enough evidence to go through with it but sometimes you may just think you may think something like oh should we want to kill that person <laughs> crazy things yeah <laughs> yeah oh. you would have died quickly oh. if you'd have been in the vicinity yeah <laughs> all those commuters on the chief <laughs> <laughs> so I read I read on IMDB in the trivia section mm. that Stephanie Mayer the author of Twilight is in the wedding congregation. Oh, yeah. We looked out for her. We think we spotted her, right? Yeah, I'm pretty certain. It was a shot of an absolute nobody in the films. Yeah. <laughs> so it must have been her. Like an extra long shot of someone who is not a character, so... And wearing a terrible outfit as well. Not a dress for a wedding. So shitty. Um, if, it, if I was the author, I would insist on being in every scene. Like, even the scenes where... <laughs> Edward and Chris, Edward and Kristen. <laughs> Me and first name. Reality Paris. fantasy. It's Ooh, all one lines are blurred. <laughs> I would insist. So, like, even in the the scene where they're in the sea on their honeymoon, mm. I would just want to be like in the corner, no, under the water, under the water, but you can see my top of my forehead bobbing in my eyes, just <laughs> with That's a snorkel. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! You know that dog picture in her bedroom. Yeah. You cut the eye holes out. And be looking through the eye holes and just see if the audience notices the eyes are flicking and moving around the room. I'm gonna look at. How I'm gonna, I'm gonna look carefully at that doll. All the next pictures. Time. <laughs> I, I was thinking that must be that must have been strange for her because one, it's this whole fantasy world that she's built in her mind, and then seeing it come to life on screen must actually be genuinely quite magical. Like seeing your sexual fantasy uh, then, come to life. <laughs> oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> but then actually being able to appear in that world that yeah. you built must be incredible that must be pretty cool and she actually. looks genuinely pleased at the wedding because i bet she's thinking i am bella <laughs> yeah and i'm watching it all happen i've i mean i've heard a theory about why bella is such a fucking boring character with mm-hmm. no personality it's because stephanie mayer 
can then just project herself onto the onto the nothing character. Yeah, maybe, yeah. So she's, like, living in the fantasy of, like... Or she was trying to say, you know, like... You can be boring and get somebody... You can be boring somebody. and ordinary and get someone totally out of your league, supposedly. Yeah. Because I think that's how Bella feels, that Edward is completely out of her league. Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, she's really got no credentials, no personality. I actually... This is <laughs> highlighted to me when um, they're on their honeymoon... And basically, she had that dream about them having sex because, again, go back to the first episode for the plot overview because I'm not. Yeah, going if you're getting lost, again. yeah, go we're back. Not going to explain it. Um. So, and the dream in which she's she's having and imagining like them having sex, within that dream, Bella laughs, and it really struck me. That's the only time I've ever seen her laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not reality because it was a dream. <laughs> she doesn't laugh, does she? No, never. I think you might get an awkward giggle every now and then. Oh, yeah. There's no real laughing. Very forced. After Edward leaves for his stag do, she turns out the lights and gets into bed fully dressed. <laughs> fully dressed. Why? She's wearing, like, not even, like, the sort of clothes that would be comfortable to wear in bed. Like, she's not wearing a tracksuit or just, like, a loose jumper. It's skinny jeans and a vest top with this like tight fitting jersey over oh my god as soon as I get home the first thing I do take off, off my bra off yep. like that I literally barely get through the front door <laughs> and it's off it's off, it's off. It's like it's a magic, magic trick magic <laughs> and then straight away get out of my either work trousers or jeans mm-hmm. and put on jogging bottoms or pyjama bottoms it's ridiculous so I was thinking, they go on their honeymoon to Rio. Mm-hmm. I I know we joke about sponsors such as Yahoo and um, uh, Tampax. But they're all deadly serious. They're all deadly serious fun- And That's Volvo. Volvo. Yeah. I've just realised, it's just clicked me. Mm. This film came out in 2011, right? Sure, yeah. Rio were bidding for the Olympics. So they sponsored this film... I'm not no. even kidding for the 2016 Olympics because this is the time when they would have been bidding. Oh, mind. that's blown my mind. Mind blown. Because they show, look how fun it is here. Look at all the space we have. The guy with the sacks just the guy on the street. The, yeah. Isn't this a great place for you to have the Olympics? Yeah. And it's it's not a subtle it's drop a, like yeah. where they are. There's yeah. a little tiny uh, flag on the back of the boat they're in. And she also says... We're not staying in in Rio. Rio. Oh, and they show the big statue of Christ. Oh yeah, there's yeah. Basically, they show all major of the main, product placement, all of the main landmarks. So mm. that was that was what I took from that. I quite enjoyed that. Maybe that was oh, my shining light. Actually, that was my shining light. It wouldn't surprise me if the film was totally funded by sponsors. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, what uh, one of the things I was thinking about this week was um, the rules of vampirism. So. Ooh, vampirism. Vampirism. Ooh, somebody's doing their homework. <laughs> um, obviously, we know that the Twilight vampires don't follow your standard vampire rules, i.e. they do not burn in the sun. They sparkle. I, I don't think that a single stake is, is brought out in the entire saga either. I don't think oh, anyone yeah. brings a stake to the table at all. By by stake, let me just clarify. Yeah, wooden stake. A wooden stake. Not the meaty stake. <laughs> To the table. Not as hunks you, you of know, cow, yeah. You can see why that... So, I was thinking about what is classically associated with vampires. Uh-huh. And how many of those things never appear in these films. Yeah. So, garlic, 
Nothing. They never. Nope. That doesn't come. I'm up sure. Ever. I'm sure I saw them cooking with garlic actually. In one well, of there the you salads. go. Yeah. Well, and what about all the holy stuff as well? Like holy water is supposed to burn them. Yeah. And they're not supposed to be able to go in churches or like be in the presence of crosses and things. I'm sure Edward is one of the most religious people in the film. <laughs> well, why? Yeah. I mean, he's got to be. Otherwise, why else would he have waited? Yeah. Abstinence, <laughs> marriage. Like he says, he's traditional, but we all know what he really means. I don't know if you've watched any. Other vampire thing. Um, what we do in the shadows. Oh, I love that. Great movie. That. Um, that has some of the more traditional things in it, like uh, turning into bats. Oh which I think yeah. Would make the film really cool if they could turn into bats. Yeah, because the the walls turn into wolves, so exactly. they could turn into like bats and then like bite the wolves yeah. and give them rabies or something. And often you get vampires who can turn into mist as well. They <gasps> kind of creep so under cool. the under the doorways. Ooh. Into the windows, which Edward would be all over because he he's creeping around. Such a fucking creep. That's yeah. Um, oh, and that was the other thing is I'm sure that usually vampires need to be invited into a home. Like they can't cross the threshold unless you invite ah, them in. Okay. Um, I always thought this was a thing. Like they'll trick you into inviting them in somehow. I, I don't know. Pizza. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yes, please come in. <laughs> I mean, I always invite the Asda guy in when he brings my delivery. So just have a cup of tea with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite a big risk, actually, talking about the whole traditional and no sex before marriage thing. Mm. I mean, it's quite obviously each their own. It's quite a big risk to not have sex before being married, potentially. I agree. But it, but it's an even bigger risk to not have sex before, before turning eternity, into a vampire. Eternity. eternity together. So actually, she's being very sensible having sex on their honeymoon, despite the risks, because... She's just testing the water. You, I mean, you've, you've got to know. You've got to know whether... Before you become immortal for that person. <laughs> immortal. Eternity. Oh, I don't want to think about what? it. What? In the in the dream sequence again, going back to it, where she's dreaming that they they have sex with each other. Mm. When she's when she's dreaming about him, like so, this is like her ultimate dream, like fantasy about him. She's she's dressed him in her head in an ugly wife beater. <laughs> I didn't notice that A horrible wife beater vest. <laughs> I'm like, girl. I did not pick up on that it's, at all. It's not even like he's like Jacob as well, who has the huge muscles and it's tan sort of to show pale it off. And sickly looking. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. She's trying to turn him into Jacob in her mind. So. <laughs> I just, I just wish he looked more <laughs> like Jacob. Uh, for me, the um, turning point was way earlier this week. Unfortunately, uh, you mean where the lead balloon comes mm-hmm. in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's when she discovers she's pregnant. Oh, that's quite yeah, early, isn't that it? It's is really early. But it's because the tone of the film <sighs> completely changes. Is that the? Is that when you started um, drawing on your hands? I noticed. I think that was. <laughs> so she. <laughs> she <laughs> so while we were watching, I just look over, and she's just drawing on her fingers, and she she's drawn, she's written, each Twilight film, on each finger the name. But then she went, oh no, I've done it the wrong way around. Because she did the longest film title as a little finger. <laughs> breaking Dawn. <laughs> breaking, 
But I should have just done them backwards because Twilight would have fit on my baby finger a lot better than Breaking Dawn. I was a bit upset that I'd ruined the artistry of it. I think we really like got to that stage, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, because Sam was so bored she'd poke herself in the eye just to stay awake. <laughs> I mean, that was an accident, but I think it was also subconsciously, subconsciously deliberate. Just trying, like, anything would be better than watching this directly right now. Stab myself in the Stab eye. Stab myself in the eye. I've done some lovely illustrations this week, actually, which you can catch on our Instagram. Yeah. Um, when he was talking about, oh, you're going to die. Like, what? Ah. And she's like, no, but you'll have a part of me. And he's like, you expect me to love it when it's killed you? And I was like, oh, it's like Tyrion in Game of Thrones. So, yeah, again, that just reminded me of Game of Thrones and reminded me of what, you know, good TV is. <laughs> I can just see you like playing Game of Thrones in your head <laughs> just to, the, to the soundtrack of the Twilight speech. Yeah, I play through my favourite episodes while it's going on just to try and make it more bearable. And I think of all the great strong female characters in Game of Thrones and then I look, I compare it to the Twilight female Ugh. characters and I'm like, oh, just the what? worst. There are three... Three female characters. There's Bella, who's just the most boring, boring. irritating. She has to have every dumb person. Yeah, save her. Yeah, oh. she's such a damsel. Rosalie, who's just obsessed with having a baby. Yeah, and Alice, who's this really like girly girl, like Ow. flounces around everywhere talking about fashion. Oh, oh and Leah. Just have some normal, down to earth people. Leah, who just whines all the time like a little bitch. <laughs> she's the worst. I saw you reaching for the chocolates earlier when she came on screen. <laughs> I can't help it. I just have to put comfort food in my mouth when I see her because it upsets me. She's so depressing. She makes me want to eat a tub of ice cream and cry into it. I'm sure she's done that lots of nights. Oh, I really liked, actually, we talked about the sandwiches when she refuses the sandwich. <laughs> and... <laughs> There's music playing, and when she when she refuses a sandwich, the the lyric in the music is just cold. <laughs> You're it's a so cold fitting, bitch. <laughs> I hate her. Where do, when they turn into a wolf, where do their shorts go? Uh, they are ruined. So do they become? Do they have to just like when they become not a wolf they're again? They, naked. They're naked, so they just have to go and find some clothes. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I always wonder, um, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. Mm. Do you think when they were together, they ever reenacted anything in the bedroom? I reckon they would have reenacted the uh, ocean scene in a real ocean. Yeah, not a green screen <laughs> ocean. Yeah. Oh, the creepy baby. Mm. Got me thinking. Every baby is beautiful, right? Wrong. Mm, wrong. <laughs> so wrong. <clears throat> it's like when like somebody's like, oh, it's my baby, look at my lovely baby, and you're like, oh, it's so cute. Yeah, it looks just like oh. you. If anyone says it looks just like you, that is a slam. <laughs> slam dunk. <laughs> It means I couldn't think of anything else to say because it's hideous. But, uh, you know, precious, precious bundle of joy. <laughs> oh, you found out what the baby's covered in as well. When it's born, it's all cut. You know, babies are covered in all that goop and blood and because they've pulled it fresh out of her womb as well. Um, 
they actually covered it in was it jam and clotted cream or something yeah cottage disgusting. cheese I think oh it was. cottage cheese so they just smothered jam. it in that Ugh, so gross. gross my shining light this week is quite broad I hope you'll forgive me that's okay it is it's just got to be the soundtrack I'm getting to that point now where I I know when the songs I like are coming mm-hmm. and I know the lyrics to them <laughs> and sometimes they really make the scene ten times better. Yeah. Because I'm enjoying the music so much. And I'm the sort of person as well, which I'll get obsessed with, like, one album and listen to that on repeat for a month. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sam's just, Sam's just pointed to The Greatest Showman on my laptop because that's all I've been listening to since we saw the film about a month ago. Quite a long time ago. <laughs> But I've also been listening to it too. That and Hamilton. But this is what I mean. Like, if you get a good album, I can get hooked so easily. And then I'll be sick of it. Yeah, And, you and do I'll it have to death. take a good break from it. But yeah. at the moment, it's peaking. It's great. Peaked. Cling on to that, because it won't last. I'll try. <laughs> I will try. There are some banging tunes in this film, though. I love every, every song, I was like, oh, love this one. Yeah, this one's great. And I'm tempted to sing along, but I also don't want to put you through that whilst you're watching one of the worst movies ever. Do you know to what? have to listen to me doing karaoke to it as well. It can't get any worse, so <laughs> just go ahead. Maybe next time I will. <laughs> Michael Sheen, again, was the light at the end of the tunnel for me. Because mm. I kept thinking... I was thinking about him on my way home from work, actually. Aww. I was thinking, like, oh, really looking forward to doing the podcast. Looking forward to seeing the first hour of the film. Yeah. Dreading the f- last 50 minutes. But I was thinking, but just remember, Sam, Michael Sheen is at the end of it and he has a cracking scene. Mm-hmm. So much comedy. Every. Oh, it's, I mean, it we've only seen it twice, but every time. Just the fact that he actually, in this scene, killed the messenger because she got the spelling and grammar incorrect. <laughs> I think that's what actually happened in this scene. Yeah. And that makes me thrilled he's a stickler he would be he would be like don't you dare spell you are your without an apostrophe (laughs) re around michael sheen oh he'd be be great (laughs) proofreader though oh fantastic he should have edited these books he really should have done (laughs) some heavy heavy editing it could have been a nice little 50 page pamphlet yeah (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening guys if you want to get in touch with us you can email windbreaking at yahoo.com yahoo of course mm-hmm. or you can follow us on twitter at wind underscore breaking or you can follow our instagram at wind underscore breaking thanks guys bye